0: What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, and welcome to the Amber Daily, where I discuss the best articles and news in reference to health and wellness and life from the Black experience. Hope everyone had a great day, and if you're tuning in, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Today, I will be reading from the New York Times, an article that I thought was kind of interesting. It's titled, The Secret to Keeping Black Men Healthy, Maybe Black Doctors, In an intriguing study, black patients were far more likely to agree to certain health tests if they discussed them with a black male doctor. By Gina Colotta. Black men have the lowest life expectancy of any ethnic group in the United States. Much of the gap is explained by greater rates of chronic illnesses such as diabetes and heart disease, which afflict poor and poorly educated black men in particular. But why is that? Lack of insurance, lack of access to health care? Now, a group of researchers in California has demonstrated that another powerful force may be at work, a lack of black physicians. In the study, black men seeing black male doctors were more, much more likely to agree to certain preventative measures than were black men seeing doctors who were white or Asian. Although 13% of the population is black in the United States, just 4% of doctors are black. The study published in June by the National Bureau of Economic Research involved 702 black men in Oakland, California, who came to a clinic for a free health screening. They were randomly assigned to a black male doctor or one who was white or Asian. Neither the men nor the doctors knew that the purpose of the study was to ask if a doctor's race mattered when he or she advised these patients. As it turned out, the racial effects were not subtle. Diabetes screening was part of the health check, and 63% of the black men assigned to a black doctor agreed to the screening. But just 43% of those assigned to a doctor who was white or Asian consented to be screened. Some 62% of black men with a black doctor agreed to a cholesterol test compared to 36% assigned to a doctor who was not black. Previous studies have been observational, mostly searching earlier data for trends, a substantially weaker form of evidence and their results mixed. It changed the way I think, said Jonathan Skinner, a healthcare economist at Dartmouth College about the new results. The study convinced me that the effects are real. The researchers employed minority premedical students to recruit participants by visiting 20 barbershops and two flea markets in Oakland, offering Black men vouchers for a free health screening. The screening was a clinic set up by the investigators and staff by 14 Black and non-Black doctors. The men were offered preventative measures like flu shots and screenings for blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. The men who came to the clinic offered equal praise for their Black, White, and Asian doctors, but the patients were far more likely to consent to preventative care, screenings, and vaccinations when their doctor was also black. If black patients were to agree to this preventative care at these rates in the real world, the gap in cardiovascular mortality between black men and the rest of the population could be reduced by 20%, the researchers estimated. I don't think I have ever had such a strong result so unambiguous, said Dr. Marcella Allison, an associate professor of medicine at Stanford University and an author of the study. Why would black doctors have such an effect? Perhaps they use more nonverbal cues to communicate empathy, said Dr. Amber E. Bernardo, a professor of medicine and healthcare delivery at Dartmouth College. In another small study, she used black and white actors to study white doctors' interactions with patients in the end of life. Although the doctors said similar things to both black and white actors posing as patients, they stood closer to the white patients, made more eye contact, and touched them more often. In the new study, Dr. Olson and her colleagues did not, did not record patient visits, but some hints of the differences could be seen in comments the patients and doctors wrote in evaluations of their experiences. The white and Asian doctors often wrote comments like weight loss, TB test, and anxiety, cryptic notations that referred to medical recommendations. The black doctors often left more personal notes. Like, needs, food, shelter, clothing, job, flu shot makes you sick, he got one, and subject yelled at me but then agreed to get flu shot because I recommended it and made patient laugh. Black men who saw white doctors wrote comments like, It was a great and fast experience, Doctor was great as well, and very informative, very appreciated. Appreciate Those who saw black doctors wrote comments like, the entire day made me feel very comfortable and relaxed and cool, doctor, comments that describe an emotional response. Bridging this racial divide is a fraught matter, noted Dr. Skinner. It doesn't seem so controversial if a woman requests a woman physician, he said. If a black patient asks for a black doctor, is understandable, especially given this study. But what if a white patient asks for a white doctor? A white doctor in this study who asked that his name be withheld because he has black patients said he felt his interactions with those who came to the clinic were normal, comfortable health care visits. Still, he was not surprised to hear the study's results. Anyone going to see a doctor will be nervous, he said. If you face discrimination regularly in your life, you will go into a clinic with even more apprehensions. If you see a physician who is African-American, you will feel some relief. One of the black doctors who participated in the study, Dr. Sharando Jordan, noted that low income black patients in Oakland tend to be guarded in the doctor's office. When you go into the room, you have to ask them about themselves, establish a report with them. He said, if their first reaction is no, I'm not interested in that, you must explore why they said no and address those concerns. They might say each time my mother had it, she would get the flu. He said patients considering flu shots. You say, how about you try this this time? I bet you won't get the flu or it'd be less severe. You are joking a little bit. It's something they don't teach you in medical school, taking the extra step because you appreciate there have been barriers in the past, Dr. Jordan added. White doctors can reach out as well, Dr. Jordan said, adding that a lot depends on how familiar a doctor is with black patients. Could white doctors have more success with black patients if they carefully watch what black doctors do? Maybe, maybe not, said David Cutler, a professor of applied economics at Harvard University. But now that the researchers show that a doctor's race can really matter to his or her patients, he said the medical profession should take heed. The magnitude of the effect is so huge, how can you ignore it, Dr. Cutler asked. And that concludes today's article from the New York Times titled The Secret to Keeping Black Men Healthy, Maybe Black Doctors, by Gina Colada. My take on this article is that there always seems to be some type of study or them wanting to study we as black people when it comes when it comes to various situations for whatever reason, like it's a science project or something, when it's basically just human nature. Of course, if you are are seeing someone that relates to you you your outcome will come come about a little better when you're um communicating with someone because they they understand you um to have this type of study I think it was kind of enlightening, but it was kind of i guess like a common sense type of thing it was something that really didn't need to be studied and my thoughts on visiting you know the doctor's office is kind of Skewed a little bit anyway, because I think sometimes they just tell you things because it's more of a financial gain than more of a like a personal or trying to understand the person type situation. So this article was very informative, but I just think it was just something that they always do when it comes to we as African-Americans, black people, whatnot, uh, our lives and how we adapt to certain situations. Well, that concludes today's segment. Check back tomorrow. Also, check me out on Twitter at Amber Jolene. You can check me out on Instagram at the underscore Amber underscore daily. And and you can check out the article on the NY Times to see the comments and to read more in depth of what the inserts of Certain Doctors said about it as well. Again, thanks for joining. And if you would like to be a guest host, you can email me at theamberdaily at gmail.com. And this is theamberdaily at gmail.com.